Hey, yo, what up? It's your boy Wayne Hiz, one half of his and hers podcast. Be sure to tune in every Wednesday and Sunday for the latest up-to-date content and episodes. As per usual, you can find us on Apple, Spotify, and Anchor. Tap in with us. Peace. I want to rock with you. What up, what up, what up? It's your boy Wayne, man. His And Vanessa Hers. And guess who's Bazak for another episode of His and Hers podcast and we want to rock with y'all man nah but in all seriousness thank you guys for rocking out with vanessa and i uh this is episode 30 Ooh, the big 3-0. Yeah, episode 30-30, as they say. <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, Vanessa and I just want to continue to put out wonderful contact for you guys week in, week out. Um, it's, been a, it's been a nice ride. We hit a, a small milestone, as we mentioned a couple episodes ago, 2.3 listens, 2.3K, 2,300. So, I mean, um, we're just continuing to climb. Uh, people have reached out, gave their feedback. You know, uh, we appreciate that. You know, um, people actually said something about the mental health episode. And that was very, very eye-opening. So um, ultimately what Vanessa and I want to do, because as we always say that this platform, as much as it's mine and hers, it's you guys as well, is we want to impact and have an impact on lives and resonate with people ultimately. We do. And uh, once again, we do want to thank you guys for taking time, of course, of your busy day. We know um, LA is definitely open again and traffic is horrible. So hopefully you take advantage and listen to us. Most definitely. Um, thank you guys for always tuning in. I'm going to continue to say it and be a broken record. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Listen to us when you guys can. We understand you guys have kids, side pieces, marriages, boyfriends, girlfriends, situationships. You know what I'm saying? You guys, life happens. You guys got a lot going on. Busy, busy body, huh? Catch up when you can catch up. Listen to us when you can listen to us. It's a marathon, not a sprint. So, without further ado... You know what I'm saying? Uh, Vanessa and I, if you guys, oh, and by the way, if you guys haven't had a, a chance, check out episode 29, which was hers on the hot seat. Basically, I kind of interviewed my girl, put her through a, put her through the gauntlet, <laughs> made her answer a series of questions. You know what I'm saying? Hit her with the tough ones. Pressure. And uh, episode 30 now, she's going to return the favor. And now she getting into, she's going to get into my background, my life, mm-hmm. all up into my business. Tell us all You know goods. what I'm saying? So we're going to go ahead. Without further ado, I'm going to let Vanessa take this thing over. And uh, she's going to go ahead and get into all up in my business. I mean, it's not like she don't know everything anyway. (laughs) So, uh, Mr. Wayne. Yes, ma'am. How old are you? How old am I? Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. That's a loaded question, baby. The listeners want to know. (laughs) I'm guessing. I am 37. 37. 37, for those who who don't speak Spanish. Oh, okay. My baby does. Get it together, y'all. Whole bilingual out here. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Check that. Uh, So, first question that I have for you is this far, Mm -hmm. what has been the most challenging time in your life out of your 37? Man, um, that's a great question to start off, um, making me think. (laughs) Um, I would say, for me, the most challenging thing to date... um, Your most challenging time. Oh, my most challenging time. Just anything mm-hmm. like what episodes of your life or like what age range or you know like that you automatically stands out for you one thing that stands out off the bat uh for those that know me you're gonna get to know me if you don't <laughs> for those that know me and those that don't for those that know me they know part of the story that i'm about to reference um one of the most challenging times in my life was when i was 16 years old um my mother had been basically telling me, advising me, like, hey, you know, you need to shore up things on the academic end in in school. And, you know, she would say that every so often, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't really put much attention to it. I was just like, oh, word, yeah, I need to be focused on my studies. I was always, I had like this relaxed attitude just thinking like you know i was untouchable are you with a cool guy yeah you know oh, what i'm saying shit. i was kind of like your typical jock you know what oh, i mean oh typical oh, i didn't you know, know. I mean? mob around the school this is when i was in public high school by the way uh oh. so yeah i was in public school annoying, baby. You were I one of them? yeah man i was i was a cliche you know what i'm uh-huh. saying um got a lot of attention walk roaming the campus thinking i was that thinking i was that shit you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. um wouldn't go to class after you know basketball season really to keep my grades up because you actually had to back then i don't know i'm sure it's still the same now but you had to maintain a 2.0 oh 
mm-hmm. or else you couldn't play. Yeah. So, you know, my coach was on us. He would like, he would ask for a grade check mm-hmm. every practice. Like, and you, that's where you, you know, you take your report card or you take whatever it was. You recorded, you ask your teacher for it each mm-hmm. period and you would have to take it to your coach the following day practice because oh, okay. we had practice before we had school mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so but Shows my mom's age guys no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> right <laughs> dead ass <laughs> for real for actual paper yeah you know <laughs> what i mean like the little cards and shit like, you didn't use a tablet electronics oh. what is that what? <laughs> you dinosaur you i know right so um but back then, right, they would call you crib, like mm-hmm. if you if you Your were misperious. Yeah. Like it was the it was you the truancy run. the truancy department. Like, oh, you know, Wayne such and such was, you know, he was absent from fourth period or fifth period. And I'd be like, you know what I'm saying? So one day my mom caught on because I was fucking up a lot. I wasn't a bad in terms of like going to do shit. I wasn't beating people up. I wasn't robbing nobody. I wasn't stealing shit. You know, I was just like not going to class and just like ditching. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, like, my mom, she was good. She got my ass good one day. She was, like, she got home. I think she came home. My mom's hair salon was, like, maybe two blocks from where we lived. So, mm-hmm. she would come home a lot. Like, she would forget shit like hair products, hair, glue. Hair. You know These bald-headed <laughs> bitches, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> with, the, with the sew-in tracks. You know what I mean? They, like, she had to come home and get shit. You know what I mean? You know the ones. You know the bald-headed bitches. You know, you got to come home and get that shit. You need that kit. You feel me? <laughs> You got to oh come get God. that kit. You know what I mean? So she would come home. It was one of these times she came to the crib and I wasn't expecting her. Right. So, you know, I had I was like there before her and shit. Right. So she like, what you doing? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, no, nah, mom, Um, my coach let us. He said that we can come home early. I'm lying like shit. You know what I'm saying? I ditched. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sweating bullets, literally. So she said, OK. But what I'm not knowing is she had already like peep the voicemail back then you know the little tapes the oh, little cassette yeah. tapes that you put <laughs> she didn't already took that out oh, of, the, of the little you know the voice recorder mm-hmm. and, you know she took the tape so I'm like I'm like alright but I'm not I'm still not putting two and two together so she then she goes on about her way goes finishes the like the two heads she had to knock out comes back she says um, I need to talk to you when you get home alright I was like alright so I go, you know, roam the streets, play sports tripping? with my friends and shit, go play football, freeze tag, all this dumb shit. Um, come back to the crib that night. She says, come in my room. Close the door. Now, anytime, you know, in a black household, when your mom or your guardian or whoever it is that take care of you, tell you to come in the room and close the door, you know it's some shit, finna, some heavy shit finna drop, right? <laughs> so I close the door and she goes, what happened? I thought you were supposed to go to class. She played a tape. I'm like, oh, I never used to go to English. I hated English, yo. Made us read this dumbass book called To Kill a Mockingbird. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Atticus Finch. I still know this shit to this day, bro. Like, you feel me? Okay, so I'm a t- it's, it's a reason I'm referencing this story. I'm going to tie it in. So how it's the most challenging is because from that moment, right, my mom gave me an ultimatum. She says, I cannot continue to, like, babysit you. Like, I have a business to run, like, you know, because she owned her own hair salon and she worked. You know what I'm saying? So she was just kind of like, look, if you continue this down this downward spiral, if you continue on this pattern, I'm going to call your father, which was punishment in itself because I didn't have a relationship with him. Mm. He was in and out of my life. He was spotty. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? He would, you know, one of those, he'll show up for this, but wouldn't show up for the next four or five events. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So like, I, she, now mind you, my mom said this shit like, at least 50 times like she said this shit a lot of times like with the threat of i'm gonna send you to live with your dad Mm -hmm. but never acted upon it you feel me so i don't know what it was about this particular instance she acted on it called the nigga up nigga came knocking on the door (laughs) i'm like yo um he like yo who did i'm like who this he like senior like senior i'm like like nigga who is you like (laughs) i don't address you as such nigga you I don't care. You, I don't even call you dad, nigga. You think I'm going to call you senior? What would you call him? Call that nigga Floyd. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Floyd? No, I'm like, <laughs> so what you, big, big bro? No, I'm like, <laughs> big homie? My big brother? Oh, wow. <laughs> nah, so he came to the door. And I, I knew, I was like, I'm looking at, I'm looking at her. She said, yeah. Like, you know, I'm looking at her like, what's happening? Yeah, what? <laughs> She's like, she like, yeah, you, you pack your stuff. You want to stay with your pops. Mm. So now this is where things get very challenging, right? So you said you were 16, 16 years of age. My mom sent me to live with my pop. She knew 
exactly what she was doing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That shit was punishment in itself. So he came, picked me up, picked all my stuff up. My Now, at the time, right, this is 99. Like, 99, just about to in hit 2000. 99 mm-hmm. for the 2000. <laughs> Girl, you working with some ass shit. Um, so my pops, right, at the time, he just bought a house in Paris, California, Riverside County. If anybody knows where that is, that's butt fuck of nowhere. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Out nothing out there. You know what I'm saying? San Bernardino, Rialto, all them fucking Hemet, all them bullshit ass cities. Now there's like now they're growing. Now, yeah, now, they're actual cities, right? They're flourishing now with all the mm-hmm. developments and shit like that. But I'm saying then, you shit, feel me? Huh? Dirt like fucking little strip malls is like the mall. Like the swap meet was like the mall out there. Dead ass. Walmart was the mall. For <laughs> you mentioned that. That's crazy. So my pops gave me an ultimatum at 16 years old. He said. Well, since you acting up and you don't want to go to school, you can either work or you can go to school. And it's just so crazy, like, like how you don't realize how that's going to shape the next four or five years of your life, that decision mm-hmm. at 16. So, you know, any dumbass 16 year old who doesn't really have like the sensible, lodging, progressive thinking mind, of course, they're going to choose to work. I chose to work. Mm-hmm. So he got me a full time job. In Signal Hill, California, for a company called Quest 2000. Textiles and laundry. Mm-hmm. And my position, my, my title was, I was a, a driver's delivery assistant. What I would do is, the driver who drove the trucks, I would fucking sort the convalescent hospital laundry. We would fold it, repackage it, and drop it, up, drop it off, back off, at convalescent hospitals and urgent cares around the surrounding cities of Long Beach, Signal Hill. Mm. Like that. I was doing that. And it was a really, really dirty job. I'm doing that at 16. And I was making $6.75 an hour. Um, So for me, it taught me hard work. It taught me, like, man, like, whatever you think you're doing, whatever you feel like you have going on, um, you could be humbled very, very fast. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? And I had always made a vow and a promise to my mom that I would go and get my high school diploma. But, like, working that job was really, really challenging. And then, aside from that, I live in a home with a man who I don't have a relationship with. Mm-hmm. Mind you, he has another relationship that he's already entered in, and she has two kids. So my dad, his girlfriend, and two kids live in this home that he just purchased. Mm-hmm. So, like, you can imagine how I felt. I yeah. don't know him, and I damn sure don't know them. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that was really, really challenging just to kind of, like, navigate from, like, 16. Um, I ultimately checked myself back into school um, based upon a relationship that I had cultivated and formulated with my high school coach who was just a churchgoer and he came by to actually visit my dad's uh two my dad's girlfriend's two daughters mm-hmm. he said hey my son just moved out from long beach why don't you go up and talk to him and then um turns out that he's the high he was a head coach of a high school ba- a private school basketball coach and i had been attending the church because it was something to do like you know i had no, no friends out there in paris i didn't know anybody um and I had just been attending like these youth groups for like six months and their po- that's their policy. If you attend six months faithfully and your parents don't really support you going there, then you become eligible to attend their school. Mm. So they approached me one day after service and the rest is history. Like I ended up going to private school. I ended up checking myself back in. I quit that job, got my high school diploma, ended up going to college, like doing a bunch of shit. But that definitely was one of the more challenging things that I've ever had to endure in my life. Oh, wow. Yeah. So proud of you, baby. That's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, yeah at 16, you know 16, I dare not to complain. Yeah. You know, and, and then it's crazy real quick before you get to your next question. Like looking back on it now, like now that I'm a father, I'm never going to give my daughter that ultimatum. Yeah, of course. You know what not. I'm saying? Like, yo, you want to work or you want to go to school? Like, what? It's I'm hard. making that decision for yeah. her. You know what I mean? Like just being presented with that as a fucking question was crazy. But yeah, like I'm, I'm kind of like, I'm glad that I, I actually had to like bite the bullet for that. You know what I'm saying? So now that I know. I know what decisions and what questions and um, what information to provide my daughter if she's ever feeling like that, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's dope. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Challenging, man. Super young. Mm-hmm. But I do have another question for What's you. Up? You got me Something, in this hot seat. I'm sweating. Yeah, What's up? you better be. You know, like a lie detector here. Hey. Let me take advantage of this. <laughs> Something you regret not doing up to now. Something I regret not doing up to now? Mm-hmm. So, okay, I get this often, right? Like, I regret not going to school. Now, I mean, I eventually got my bro- my sports broadcasting certificate and my credential, mm-hmm. but I do semi-regret not going fully 
like to a, like a traditional university to get my four year degree for for communications. Because I like now that I look back at it, like I really do feel like I have a gift. Like I really feel like I know, I speak well. I feel like I'm intelligent. I feel like I enunciate well, oh, and I feel like I. Shit. <laughs> I feel as though. I think I honestly believe this. Like, I don't know if I've ever shared this with you, like, in this this form, like, in depth like this. But I really believe that I have a gift. And that gift is I'm able to identify with any individual. And what I mean by that is, to take it a step further, is, like, I feel like I can find something to relate to with, with any individual. No matter what background, what walk of life, um, for whatever reason, people relate to me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I find some sort of common ground with an individual. Like, I really believe I can I can identify with anybody. I've seen it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, like, I feel as though if I would have went to a traditional four-year institution of learning or whatever, I mean, I still can do it. I know, like, I know people are hearing this, like, you still can do it, you know, but. And you beat me to my next question, (laughs) which would be, would you consider doing it now? Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, when I went and got my sports broadcasting credentials, um, I went through a program. It was an accelerated program, an eight-week course called Sports Management Worldwide Online. Mm -hmm. Everything was online. Everything was accelerated. I paid, I want to say, I think it was like two racks Mm -hmm. um, for the course itself. Um, I actually was invited out to Vegas to speak to the the class that my instructor was leading. And it was pretty dope. I got to give my testimony about the program, how it helped me, and I got to network and shit. So, like, it's dope, like, right? Like, I learned, like, and then he put us through, like, a series of, like, uh, modules, just, like, speaking modules. Like, how you would act, he gave us, um, for our final, we actually had to write a a 10-page essay, like, about, like, our favorite sports moment. And, you know, that's easy for me. Uh You know what I'm saying? Because I love sports. Yeah, I can reference anything that happened, like, 10 years ago. So, I wrote about... Um, the 2016 NBA Finals, which is basically like when LeBron came back from Miami to Cleveland mm-hmm. and he won them a championship. They hadn't won a championship in 52 years mm-hmm. in the state of Cleveland. So I just highlighted like how they... He's a LeBron fan, guys. I know, I know. No, don't no, kill not us. Even, not even... Not, I know, don't, don't kill <laughs> us, please. I'm a Laker fan. I don't know about him. I am too now. You know what I'm well, saying? Yeah, because LeBron's LeBron, in yeah. the team. But no. When, well, he's a LeBron fan, guys. <laughs> when that happened, right? Like when he wrote about it, I just wrote it. I wanted to like highlight... Like him deciding to come back because when LeBron left, Mm -hmm. people were burning his jerseys in the street. They didn't give a fuck about him. They hated him. You know what I'm saying? And so for him to come back to Cleveland after that and after the owner said some like vile, vulgar shit about him, he said, you'll never win a championship. You're a sellout. You quit on the team. Like the owner wrote a letter to the fans when LeBron left. I don't know if you know this, Mm -hmm. but he wrote a letter to all the Cleveland fans. So I I like, so I wanted to basically highlight that. And he gave me like a super high grade on that paper. And from that moment, honestly, it just felt like, damn, like I could, I should have been, this is something I should have been doing. You know what I mean? Like you, you, you ever have like, I don't know why well, I know you, babe. Like you ever have like an aha moment in your life? Like, mm-hmm. ah, like, like where the light bulb uh-huh. snapped. Yeah. Like it was that for me. Like, like, damn, like I really wish I would have went harder before. You know what I'm saying? Like I know I could do it now, but it's like. And you should, babe. Yeah. You definitely should because I mean, this is just practice, you know? Your yeah. little podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but shoot for the stars, baby. Okay, so I'm going to ask something a little personal. What's up? Because all the couples I'm sure that live together or deal with one another want to know <laughs> what chore do you dislike the most? Chore? Mm-hmm. Um... Honestly, I don't mind chores. This is going to sound odd. I guess if I had my least favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I guess you could say. You know, uh, it's it, to me, this is a necessity and more people should do this, by the way. <laughs> what, so are before I say, what are you going to say? Cleaning the microwave. So, like, that's not really, like, a sexy chore. But some of y'all, when like, when I come to y'all crib and, like... Don't be judging people. I'm just saying, like, no. Like, people, like... You ever, like, go to, like, put... <laughs> you ever go to warm your food up at somebody's crib in the microwave and then you're like, oh. <laughs> you're like, you, you, oh. You know what? I think I'm gonna eat this lukewarm or cold. I'm good. Oh, I don't like I don't like cleaning the microwave, but it's 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 an it, you it's a necessity. You have to clean your microwave. More people should do... And I feel like more people should clean out their fridge. 
Oh, I don't clean up my fridge. No, like you know, you know what I'm saying? I like do, but... my mom is super duper like anal about her fridge. Your anything... mom is anal about her whole house. <laughs> 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 Not only her fridge, yeah, but like, shout out to her. As her a kid, okay. So you know what? Yeah, I would say that as a as a kid, right? Growing up in my mom's household. Mm-hmm. We she would make us clean out the fridge, like take everything out and and scrub Wash it and it. clean, yeah. yeah, like the drawers, everything, yeah, like the racks, you know, like because the racks that come mm-hmm. out, she would make us like put them in the sink, hot water, bleach, soap, dry them off, and then clean, wipe down, and scrub the inside of the fridge, and then put everything back yeah. in. So as a kid, I, I I guess you could say that, yeah. As a kid, I hated doing that shit, mm-hmm. and then like we had a dishwasher, right? But you know, like those anal ass parents, like you gonna wash the dishes before you put them in the dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, come on, bro. Like, what's, the what's the point of the dishwasher? This luxury right <laughs> I'm here. I'm telling you, my moms used to like really go in on us with that shit. So I guess you could say those two things. Because I don't mind cleaning up because I'm a clean person. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. like yeah. I'm a clean person by nature. So I don't mind sweeping, mopping, scrubbing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't mind doing all of that. But some shit like, you know, like the extra shit. Yeah, like that. Nah. <laughs> and what's your favorite chore? My <laughs> you favorite? said you don't mind any of them, but... Yeah, or like thing to do around the house. Um, I would say sweeping, mopping, and cleaning the mirrors. I love a clean mirror. Like, when you're full of yourself. No, when it's streak free. Like, no, nothing I can't stand worse is when you go when it's like little water spots or little specks. You know, you're trying to brush your hair, you're trying to get your beard right. You know, in your case, you're trying to like make sure the eyelashes is popping, the lips hitting with the with the gloss. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's nothing worse when you gotta like rub a spot, my nigga. <laughs> like before, you like yo, I get a selfie yeah, I'm trying to, you shit. know, like dirty ass mirror. And y- yo, y'all need to stop doing that shit too. Y- y- y'all be taking these pictures and trying to get angles and shit. Your room all dirty, your mirror dirty. Like yo, fix that shit, man. At least have some like proper selfie etiquette my <laughs> you know check your y'all. surroundings yeah, and your background you know please. nobody want to see no trash and shit Wayne wants you to do so <laughs> uh what are you most passionate about um a couple things i'm most passionate about first being a father um it, it brings me great joy to be able to provide for my daughter see her smile see her take the things that i attempt to teach her um, I pride myself on being an active father. Like I do things with my daughter. Like I help her with her homework. We go out. We have fun. I point to certain things. I test her. I ask her questions. I ask mm-hmm. her how to, how to spell certain stuff. I make her count to twenty in English and Spanish. My daughter's bilingual. Um, just to test her. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel as though whatever I'm teaching her now, the world is going to teach her something completely different. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's a cruel and ugly world out there. So I try to prepare my daughter for the worst. Because she is kind of spoiled, you know what I'm saying? Definitely. But um, I take pride in being a father, definitely, most definitely. Um, um, I also take pride in impacting people's lives, you know what I'm saying? Um, If I can be a vessel, if I can help individuals, um, I try to do that Mm -hmm. Um, within reason. You know, sometimes motherfuckers be trying to take advantage and, you know, you got to, like, keep people with... Within arm's length, and like you gotta hit the highest poles on their ass real quick, like, like <laughs> stay your ass over there. You know what I'm saying? Because they be trying to do too much. You yep. know what I'm saying? Like step like, back. Yeah, you know they be trying like, like they because they know you because they know you got a good heart. They try to take advantage. Like, and I'm very very mindful of that. So although I, I I love helping people, don't get it fucked up. Don't get it twisted. Like if I feel like you trying to like take my kindness for weakness or you trying to abuse that, I can't like you know I'm not gonna fuck with you quick. And lastly, um. Be, you know, well, not lastly. Lastly would be sports because I'm very passionate about sports. But before that, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I love sports. Like, I'm, You're like, let me get that out the way. I bet, <laughs> on, I bet on sports. I watch sports religiously. I'm always on my phone. I we talk, do. We do. You know what I'm saying? I, te- I text my best friend every day about sports. He texts me right now about sports. Like, I love sports. I'm passionate about that shit. But I will say um, mm. I'm, I'm also passionate about my relationship. Like... You know, like, that's underrated. You know what I'm saying? Like, not many niggas is, like, passionate about their girl. I like hanging with my girl. <laughs> I'm cool? My girl cool. And not only that, I think it's cool because it's, like, it's a challenge to, like, like find new ways to love the same person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think, like, it's, a, like, a little game within the game. Like, so for me, I know, like, many niggas don't think like me. But to me, that's dope. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I can do something that I know is going to make you happy and I put thought into it and, like, the end result is kind of like how yeah. I pictured it going in my mind. To me, that's dope as fuck. Because like, it's like, damn, I formulated that thought. I knew, I kind of felt she might fuck with it. And then when I see your reaction at the end of it, it's like, 
Yes. You're always waiting for my reaction. Like, you know what, what I'm is, saying? What you gonna say? What exactly. Gonna do? Exactly. So I, pride, I, you know, I pride myself on being a good dude. You know what I'm saying to my girl. Like, you know what I mean? Definitely, for oh, sure. Baby. Very passionate about those. We things. do have like a lot of fun. Our dates are always interesting. You go all out. Appreciate you. I mean, you're very detailed, which I loved. You know, I just wanted to throw it out there. <laughs> Appreciate you, baby. For sure, for sure. Okay, so I do want to ask you, though. Okay. I know you love me and mm. all, <laughs> but what's something that I do that you hate? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> all right. Spotlight. Um, <laughs> she put the spotlight <laughs> Spot Pox life. Spotlight. <laughs> um, something that you hate? I don't. I mean, something that I hate about you that you do. I don't necessarily. I wouldn't say I hate it. Oh, but feeling a little, a little. That's a little way. Um. Don't mention the toilet thing. The oh no, that's thing. no, 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 no. Done no, no. and done. That's done. We they know about that. She don't. <laughs> she don't put the toilet paper on the roll. Y'all know that shit by now. Well, this before this thirty episodes. <laughs> if y'all don't know by now, like I'm sure I missed it in like six episodes, six seven episodes. Y'all should know by now. My girl don't put the, the roll on. <laughs> She don't put the new roll on the, on the thing. <laughs> um, something that you do that I hate. Uh, I wouldn't say that I hate this, but I be I, you know how like you shoot a look, like you know how you give me to look like, like mm-hmm. nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, sometimes when I say certain things. You take them out of context, but I didn't mean it in the in that context that you thought I I meant it in. And like I'll be like, what? Like, babe, I didn't mean it like that. Like, what you mean? Like that that gets that's kind of annoying. <laughs> yeah, like because I'll say some shit and you'll be like, nah, nigga. I'm like, babe, I didn't. What you talking about? I didn't even mean it like that. You bugging? And you like, oh, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? What do I say? <laughs> like, like <huh>? oh. <laughs> Cause like you know what I'm saying like I really didn't mean it like that but you took it that way I'm like babe we we be on the same page like 95 percent of the time yeah like we be on the same page 95 percent of the time but that five percent you want to trip like you know what I'm saying so you know we're a normal couple guys of course (laughs) okay so that basically to answer your question that other five percent you know what I'm saying when Uh you don't when you when we don't be in because we we man we we be in sync look this ain't no no sappy shit like no motherfucking milk and honey flow look me and my girl fight just like any other couple but sometimes like you know like yeah like when when shit is off I be like babe I, I be looking at you like babe and you be like Alright, man. But like you don't wanna you don't wanna agree with me. <laughs> you don't wanna say I'm right. So you'll be like, man, like nigga, shut up. Okay, like okay. Like, you know, I heard you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> It'd be like that. But that's that's it though. Just just when you take certain stuff out of context. That's, that's it? it. Yeah. Mm, okay. Nothing too much. Nothing too much. <laughs> nothing too crazy, right? Five percent. Okay. <laughs> hey, 95% of the time I let you out of your way. That's good. That's good odds. Yeah. That's a good percentage. You know what I'm saying? Think I like it. Most niggas ain't giving their girls 50. <laughs> They'd be like, what? Mm-hmm. 60, 40, Put 70, 30. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Up to now, um, or I guess just in general, what's your biggest fear? Ooh, that's a good question. That's I a know. very, very, very loaded question. too. Um, I guess you could say I have two. Um, one being not fulfilling my destiny, not fulfilling what I'm supposed to do, like leaving a legacy, um, fulfilling the things that I set forth in my mind and the things that I want to achieve and attain within my within my life. Um, that's a fear of mine. It's like a, it's almost like a phobia. Like I, I have a fear of just like not, yeah, not not well, not necessarily failing. But not reaching ultimately. Well, yeah, I guess you could say failing. But like, not because I used to like, I used to procrastinate a lot, man. You know, like in my early twenties, mm-hmm. you couldn't really tell me shit. Like, and I look back now, and like, that's why when people say time is like th- of the essence, it really is. Time is definitely of the essence. And now that I'm 37, I realize that shit. Like, you begin when you start seeing like. Certain people your age die or just like fall by the wayside or they got shit going on. Mm-hmm. You begin to not feel like you're going to die, but you begin to question your mortality. So that's why time is very, very, very integral. It's v- extremely important. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have time to waste now. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, you know, being a father, being a, a, a boyfriend, having a job, 
like, you know, having a, a life plan, having a partner with, you know, who shares, um, you know, in my life plan, like everything sort of has to align. So if I'm not working towards ultimately what that is and getting to an end result or getting to a resolution, you know, I'm all about results. Mm -hmm. Then it's like, yeah, I, you know, I fear that. Like I fear not being able to deliver, you know what I'm saying? Like I definitely got to deliver. Like I have to deliver. Like I have to set my daughter up so that one day, hopefully she never has to ask a man for anything. Mm -hmm. Like I, I, I carry that with me every day. You know what I mean? Yeah. And being your man, vice versa, like, you know, one day, like hoping that like, you know, I just want to be a person that my girl can rely upon, you know? And I think I've been that thus far, but I know I can do more. I know I could do better. You know what I mean? Oh, There's always more room for improvement. So, you know, well, definitely we're growing together. You know? of, of course, definitely being the best father, being the best partner, you know, being the best son, you know what I'm saying? Because my mom still leans on me for, you know, things that she needs, whether it's advice, monetary, um, you know, just to help her out within her household. She has mm -hmm. custody of two kids, you know, two of my siblings still live with her. So just that, you know what I mean? Fulfilling those obligations, you know, yeah. in unison, you know, being a father, being a partner, being a son, those things, you know what I mean? Yeah. And ultimately making me happy too, you know, because I have to, ha you, you always have to have some time for yourself too because mm -hmm. i feel like if you lose a sense of that you're not gonna, ultimately it's not it's not you're not going to feel fulfilled you're not going to be fulfilled in whatever it is that you're looking to do because you spread yourself thin you know um exhausting every other alternative and every other opportunity to help everybody else except you yeah you know what i mean so mm -hmm. if you're not happy you're not going to be centered elsewhere yeah. You could be centered, you know, you could be centered in that and helping people. But if you personally, individually not centered, you know, you're just going to feel like, damn, like I helped everybody else, but I'm still in the same spot I was, you know, yeah. <laughs> you feel me like that ass. So, yeah, just that, baby. Oh, OK, well, I mean, good answer. <laughs> OK, so, so far. What you got for me, Vane? Yeah, I what got you a got whole me? lot more. You answering, you know, you answering well, but I'm a pressure. Pre apply, pre apply pressure, as they I'm say. Press, apply okay. pressure, as they say. <laughs> Up to now, what has been your biggest challenge personally? You asked me that. And the second... No, hold on. Like, no, I didn't, baby. My biggest challenge? The Yeah. I said the challenging time earlier. Oh, time. But okay. as of now, like, and you don't let me finish. I'm sorry. Go for it. In baby. your relationship. Oh. You know? Let Ooh, me finish. Okay. She coming with the heat. You know? <laughs> You stubborn <laughs> self, you see? <laughs> What's that, your biggest that's challenge? That, that's that five percent, right? Yeah. <laughs> you standing firm on that. Your biggest that challenge in your relationship, baby. Um. Okay, so. <laughs> um. <laughs> nah, okay. she 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 threw a curve. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um. Baby, you know me. You know how I am. You. You you understand the kind of man that I am. Um, I think the biggest challenge was because of where we both were indiv as individuals prior to like falling in love with one another. Mm -hmm. The biggest challenge was getting you to comprehend that. that <laughs> no. I said your challenge, not me. No, no, no. The biggest challenge. <laughs> It's for me. Uh -huh. I'm saying this is for me, but it was about you. You my <laughs> duh. You my girl, nigga. <laughs> so no, the biggest challenge was to get you to comprehend that I was for you, that I'm in this, that I I treated us seriously, because you had a negative perception <laughs> of me. You know what I'm saying, and, and and what I was doing and where I was in terms of dating. You know what I mean? Fuck boy Floyd. Like I know it was a joke and all this shit, but that was your that yes, was Yes guys, I called him this and I told him that to his face multiple you know what I'm saying? times. You know? That was that was your that was your What was Fridays? <laughs> fuck, fuck boy Floyd Fridays. FPF. You know what I mean? But not in all Fuck fuck Floyd Fridays. <laughs> Sorry y'all, we be have we having a moment, but not nah, in all seriousness though. Like it was to get you to comprehend that, like, I I valued who you were and what we were doing. Mm 
Like, you know, it's easy to just like chill, go get drinks, go get food. You know what I'm saying? But like, like I wanted you to like take me serious. And for like a long time, I knew you did. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I know you're all in. Like, I, again, for those who don't know, if you're just tuning in, I know we beat a dead horse with regard to like me and her. But she asked a question, so I have to answer it. Yes. Like my girl, get she put me through the ringer. Like, again, she didn't take me serious for a whole year. I, it took me a whole year to get her attention. Period. She'll tell you that a whole year. So like dates, kicking it, chilling, like. And even when we were dating, I still don't think she was like fully, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not a dumb nigga. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, a, I'm not a dumb nigga. I know how, you know, if you know, if you, you know what I'm saying? If you've been dating or you've been on the dating scene, you know how that shit go, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know oh. that, huh? Like, you gotta like, you know? Huh, you go, huh? You could, yeah, yeah, I'm telling you. You know you how that shit, that shit go like. You know, if you trying to, if you courting a woman and you taking, and you want her to take you serious, nigga, you better be all about her. Like, facts. You know what I'm saying? And and I knew I had to do that. Like, period. Like, or else it, it's not going, it wasn't going to go anywhere. Like, mm-hmm. because you still are going to perceive me in the same manner in which you did. Like, ah, oh, man, this nigga, he playing. He's out. You know what I'm saying? He out. He <laughs> wilding. He doing what he doing. You know what I'm saying? And honestly, like. You changed your ways for me? Absolutely. I, th- I think that's a natural progression, though. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, if you want somebody, like, if, you know, like, I see, I don't see you as just, like, I never saw you like that, though. Like, that's that's the point. I feel like it should be a natural progression with, with regard to that. Since like, day one, baby? Since, yeah. No. No, yeah, yeah. Like, I saw you, for sure, I saw you, like, relationship, but, like, I can't say that I saw you as marriage. I saw you as marriage when we started to, like, date, and then ultimately when I asked you to be my girl, I'm like, oh, she, she a whole wife. Oh, you know what I'm saying? So, like, that's what I mean. Oh. It should be a natural progression. Like, if you saw me, like, oh, fuck boy, fuck boy this, fuck boy that, fuck boy this, right? You know what I'm saying? Look, look you see the progression? Like, oh, now, now. You look at him not now, going now, out. Now, this, I got this nigga attention. He ain't going nowhere. Okay. Oh, I got this nigga leaving events to come see me? Huh? Oh, okay. Now you want to be around me. You leaving your boys to come chill with me. Mm-hmm. You see, you said. I'm just I'm just giving you the timeline. <laughs> you feel me? Like I left a banging ass event to come chill with you, kicked it, and then shortly thereafter, you know, we started to like build upon that mm-hmm. and kick it more and kick it more and kick it more. So to me, that's a natural progression. I went from fuck boy to leaving them <laughs> leaving my niggas <laughs> at a spot to yeah. coming to chill with you, ultimately asking you to be my girl, building upon that. So hold on, when you were building though, yeah. and because I want the audience to hear this, of course. All right. How about when you were working two jobs? Would I still see you then? For sure. I was look. <laughs> no, because some people that's their excuse. The no, fuck no, no. that's their excuse. I have two jobs. That's I can't a, text you, man. That's a great. No, L- nah, listen. She keeping it a buck. That's listen. a great question. She keeping it a buck. That's a great question. Listen, fuck man. <laughs> so, when I work two jobs. Because I work with you mm-hmm. for the for the morning a job, nine to five job, right? Uh-huh. And then at night, I will go to my night job. Now mm-hmm. you know that you knew my hours. My hours were from twelve to five. Mm-hmm. Now the thing about my second job was whenever you it was a it was a shipping it was at a warehouse. Mm-hmm. So whenever you finished the trucks, whenever you knocked out all the trucks, it literally was unloading, loading, unloading boxes. It was it was a shipping company, mm-hmm. like Ontrac. It's mm-hmm. just like FedEx. So whenever you would finish, you could dip. So sometimes they would call me in early. They would say, hey, come in at like 10, come in at 9. I'm like, great, perfect. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So a lot of times when I would hit you up is when they would let me go. Mm-hmm. Because I'm planning. But even my- before then, I remember a few times we went to go eat. Be, like right after work, our yeah. job. Yeah. We would go eat and then you would go home and nap like an hour or two and go to your job, right? Yeah. I'm yeah. just saying because oh, for yeah. some people like it's Oh impossible. no 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 it no it's definitely not impossible. Look, that that which should which again that see what you just what you just stated, that should say a lot about you or how I felt about you. Oh, I, I know it. You know what I'm saying? I but like but, but like you saying but like you saying some some niggas they making excuses. Oh I'm tired. Like I'm telling you. you know what I'm saying? But like I said, that's how you, you should know the know. kind of job I have. Um okay. And why? But it's like that's what I want you to tell. Oh, audience, for sure! No, no, no. The audio. It look if put it this way. Period. 
this is not gender specific. Any person that's mm-hmm. going to be about you is going to be about you. Mm-hmm. No matter what, come hell or high water. That, and that's just facts. Look, it don't matter what your lifestyle is. It don't matter what hours you work. It don't matter. You know what I'm saying? You could be whatever. You know what I'm saying? I know I got homies who work two jobs. Like, you met one of my homies who worked mm-hmm. two jobs. He was a supervisor at two shipping companies. And then he still was a fuck boy. That's what I'm saying. So, like, if, if, a, if multiple, a, that's, that's all I'm saying. Like, you know, what I'm saying, like that aside, if somebody's gonna be about you, they're gonna be about mm-hmm. you. Period. Yep. To answer your question, so like, yeah, no, nah, like, our job, I would see you, you know, at work, and then I'm like, hey, what you doing later? I might be off early. If I get off early, I'm gonna hit you. And you'd be like, oh, okay. Sometimes I wouldn't hit you because I didn't get off early. Sometimes I would hit you and I got off maybe like an hour or two hours before my shift is over. Hey, you up? What's up? Like, but it wasn't. It was respect though. It wasn't just like a booty call. You feel me? Like yeah. <laughs> I, ha- I had already put the bug in your ear at work at our day job. You yeah. feel me? Like you know what I mean? So nah, some niggas they be with the bullshit though. Some niggas would be like trying to hit you up at like two, three, four in the morning. Like come on, bro. The W I D. Niggas know what's Ugh. up, man. Niggas, niggas with the bullshit. Niggas be, you know what I'm saying? Them is the niggas for real, for real that like probably didn't like perceive you in the manner you thought they did. Dead ass. <laughs> that ass. Ladies, I'm gonna keep it a buck. Breaking hearts I'm, I'm gonna keep it a buck. The niggas look. If a nigga hits you up at like two, three, four in the morning, he can't be taking you serious, ma. Dead ass. Like, no Even disrespect. Eight or nine. Like, man, you better hit me up during the day. Respectful <laughs> hours. That's all I'm saying. Like, if a nigga hitting you up, you know what time it is if a nigga hitting you up at like one, two, three, and four. That, those are booty call hours. I'm sorry. Any From the hours of one to four, those are booty call hours. I'm sorry. Like, What about from nine to twelve? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, you know, get this and get a little hazy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know? I don't know. Oh, no, you know? <laughs> tell me, like, he liked you, but he not, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just keeping it in a buck, like, dead ass. <laughs> You're breaking a few hearts here. I, look, I'm not trying to break hearts. I used to be a club promoter. I know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know how this shit go. Like, I, I sorry to, like, bust your bubble. <laughs> Mine too, guys. I'm like, oh, he always reminds me. You know you remind me of your past? No, it's not my past. It's just, babe, that's like. That was your past. It was. Okay. It was. Period. It's, but what's my, what's my present? Your and my future. future. <laughs> right here. Hey. So, since we're talking about dates, we're not talking about fuckery mm-hmm. today. This is about dates. <laughs> what's your ideal date? Man, um, ideal date. You know me. I'm 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 all about the fun. So I got to be, you know. what I'm saying I'm all about experience, ambiance. You know what I mean? It got to be like a vibe. You know what I'm saying? My ideal date is a vibe. Like from, and I mean that in every sense of the term. The lighting got to be right. The backdrop got to be right. The food got to be right. The shit we talking about gotta be right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like everything. It's about a whole experience. Like, you know what I mean? So that whatever it is. Like, for example, when we went to R and B only, right? I know you love R and B music. Mm-hmm. That's the like that's one of the main reasons why I wanted to take you there. It started off slow, but like we ended up having a great time, right? Mm-hmm. Like that whole backdrop, like that whole thing was a vibe. Because a, I like R and B music. You love R and B music. We drinking, we dancing, like we find we found a rhythm, we found our groove, and then the whole theme of it, R and B only. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, so for me, it's everything. It's it's all inclusive. It's it's got to be a vibe. It's got to be music. It's got to be lighting. It's got to be the photos. Got to be dope. Like, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like, that's my that's my definition of an ideal date. Like, it's just it's no different than like having bomb ass sex. Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh. It's, it's the experience. It's the experience oh. of it. Like, you could go, a nigga could come fuck the shit out of you. Cool, you might remember it, you remember it, whatever, right? But what you remember is like, damn, that nigga roll, he, girl. Like, what, what girls remember is, is <laughs> the shit leading up to it. Bitch, this nigga had rose petals on the bed. He massaged me with hot oil. This nigga, he got whipped cream, girl. He doing it like you know what I'm saying? Of course, of course. Uh, Listen to the shit Wayne thinks we think. Y'all don't think about that. Sometimes, not shit. all the time. I mean, I know y'all think about getting y'all back blown out and <laughs> shit. Like, who <laughs> don't? You know what time. I mean? Of course, of course, y'all like that. Y'all love the fucking eggplant, but shit. So you know, <laughs> so, so some chicks be into the you know what I mean? They be into the experience. You feel me? 
Of course. But that's that. I'm just you asked me. You asked the question. I'm just telling you. Yeah, my, your perfect date. My Continue. ideal date. That's definitely my ideal date. A vibe, a venue, a backdrop, the aura, um, conversation, and just how the shit flowing. You know what I mean? Like it, it's a vibe for me. It's you the, love to dance, huh? You already know. What? Um, I love dancing. Like yo, so for the for those who don't know, I love grooving. That's that's the shit. Shout out to my boys, man. E, J, D. Like, y'all already know, man. Like, we used to have a club on Smash, Cohiba downtown. Everybody know. You know what I mean? My boy N. Y'all know. Y'all know. Niggas know. <laughs> Niggas uh, know what time it is, man. I know this about Wayne, but I like dancing. <laughs> my girl loves dancing. I love dancing. Uh, she loves that. We had our first dance on her birthday. Hey. Oh, my God. I'm okay. What would be <laughs> your bucket list vacation place? Ooh, now this is a great question. So, and why? And why? Okay, so I got to do something tropical. You know what I mean? Definitely got to do something tropical. But, like, I want to go to the Maldives. Mm. Bruh, like, I see, like, three of my, my one of my homies just went for his honeymoon. Lord have mercy. He had the motherfucking room, which is, like, when you open up the sliding glass door to the water. I'm like, yo, I got to to feel this shit before a nigga, like, touch the dirt. (laughs) You feel me? Like... That's de- the Maldives for show, for show is a, is like yes. Um, I've always wanted to go to England, like London. Uh huh. It, it's just always been on my bucket list. I don't know if it's the clock or. You know Ooh, what I'm saying, the I made a friend out there. Yeah? I have a friend that I don't. Well, yeah, we're still, I believe, Snapchat friends. Oh, okay. That's yeah, I up. met her in Cancun, and her and her boyfriend were on vacay. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. And she lives in London, and she's always told me like, "Come visit, come visit." Yeah. And I'm like, "You come to LA," and she's like, "It's so pricey, and that like the flight itself, I guess yeah. it's like long." And then like Loki, the time difference and shit, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she said that she would need at least a two to three week vacation to make it worth it. Oh yeah. But that's so dope. Who the fuck flies to London for three days? <laughs> like you know what I'm no. saying? You have to like. No, yeah, yeah, but she said two to three weeks. No, no, like, no. We're yeah. doing no week if, vacation. I feel like if you're going over there, you gotta go for at least, at least a week nah, if not two the, the 10 to 15 15 you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. two weeks yeah yeah i'm saying that, i'm saying the least though yeah at least seven days if you're not gonna go for of course ideally go for two weeks but at least seven if you're going for three days why yeah <laughs> i'll take your ass to vegas <laughs> <laughs> like what oh, why? No. Yeah. <laughs> um right. but yeah so london maldives um i, I you know what it's not like like life or death, I gotta see this shit. But like, I wouldn't mind going to the red light district. Really? Yeah, in Europe. Heard some crazy things about that shit, man. Just um, to say you've been. Just to say I've been. Just to see, cause people swear it's so crazy. It's fucking um, it's amazing. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean. I would just love to say that I've been. But yeah, I wouldn't mind going there, the red light district, London, Maldives, um, and France. You know, I'm a little, I'm a hopeless romantic, as they say. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, like when they do the Leaning Tower of Pisa, and you put your little thing on the little or the tri- what is it? The like pyramid? if you're holding it, yeah. Oh God, <laughs> you're, like you're one of them. <laughs> yeah. I made my dad send Wayne me a picture here. like that. Oh, he went. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's dope. Him, Wayne was here. One of my homies, <laughs> one of my little gays went. Yeah. That's what's up, man. Yeah, it's dope. I I love traveling. I just love seeing new places, new people. You know, that's different from your scenery. Yeah. Most definitely. So what does your bucket list look like? Like, mm. tell me your top three things. Bucket list. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it could be anything and everything. Like, that you're like, oh, this, this, and this bucket list. God, I'm thinking, y'all. <laughs> um, I'll take a moment to thank our sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. You said three, right? Yeah. Um, definitely marriage is one. <sighs> I used to think that I never wanted to be married, man. Like, maybe because I didn't have the best examples. You know what I'm saying? My pops married three different times. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, my mom doing her thing. But, like, it's weird, man. Like, as you get older, you begin to, like, internalize what's what, what exactly is important to you mm-hmm. and things that you want in your life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you begin to conceptualize the significance of what that means. 
And I know for me, like I said, I don't know if it's because I've gotten older. I'm the old nigga now in the club. <laughs> You're unk? Yeah, I'm unk. Yeah, you feel me? <laughs> exactly, unk. Unk and you know, I'm, give, I'm giving little bros, cuzzos, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, little bro. <laughs> advice. Yeah, little bro, you need that advice? Come here, let me holler at you. Come here, let cuzzo. me talk to you real quick, cuzzo. Um, but yeah, like I said, I begin to internalize and conceptualize like how significant that is, like the thought of marriage. Um more so when you have a partner who's on like um, equal footing, mm-hmm. somebody who's on like a level playing field, and they they share um, the same mentality in terms of like things that they want to obtain with that. So definitely marriage now, like which is crazy because I, I I was I, I was a person who didn't think very much about marriage, you know. Yeah. So yeah, definitely marriage now. Like to have a relationship with you. Yeah, like it's dope, you know. So marriage for sure. Um, I like I like number one. Let's (laughs) let's continue. Um, It's my favorite though. (laughs) I don't need to hear. I wonder why. I wonder why, babe. (laughs) Um, No, number two. um, I. You know what I want to do? I would love to start some type of organization that impacted and helped people um on many facets like i thought for example right like what lebron did with his school like people think i love like lebron because it's just basketball like i love what this man stands for off the off the court so for example right he has his foundation in his school the lebron james foundation and he has a school called i promise now you just think you hear that and you're just like oh he has a school but What's really dope about the school is that the the staff and the administration for every student that attends the school, right? Mm-hmm. There's programs and funding in place to assist and aid the parents in, in landing employment mm-hmm. and finding them jobs and finding them um, at, um, adequate housing. Oh my what god. What up, Jody? What up with you, bro, bro? I uh-huh. see you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we about to highlight you in about five minutes. So yeah, we have a fur baby. Y'all should know that by now. We 30 episodes in. And uh, he comes out in every <laughs> single one of them. You know what I'm saying? We love him. We finna we finna wrap this up once I answer these last couple questions. But so it's it's that, babe. Like I wanna have an impact on the world in that kind of way. Like I would love to be able to have an organization that found people jobs or um yeah and you know just starting a foundation and um for underprivileged kids underprivileged families um that's on my bucket list just to help basically more or less impact lives uh, on on a grand scale and i think it would be super dope if i had a, an infrastructure and an organization in place maybe just you know friends or acquaintances of like-minded caliber that mm-hmm. shared a common interest in wanting to help people and we all come together with our resources our funding and um being able to like deliberate and distribute that amongst people who need it i think that would be like super dope so that's always been like a passion of mine and it's something on my bucket list oh, okay. yeah so like yeah definitely just to help, like you know i want to i want to when people talk about their legacy, like that's what kind of like what I want to do. I want to be remembered for just like always resonating and having an impact on people, like in any capacity. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So for sure that. That's dope. All yeah. right. And the third one. Um, this is like a selfish one, but like, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, making sure that my daughter. I don't know. I I, I want to set her up. Like, for life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know the significance of, you know, parent, kid, and, and, and what the, what that's like. Being on the other side of, you know, kids not necessarily having their parent there in the capacity in which they need them. Mm-hmm. So, a selfish goal of mine is setting my daughter up to where, like, she I look at her one day and, you know, I could just, like, it's like a father handing his kid, like, the keys, like, the reins to the family like fortress or something you know what i'm saying yeah. like it's yours there you go bye you know what i'm saying do with this information what you will <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> there you, go. you know what the i'm saying so, line, of course. so that's a selfish goal of mine so yeah marriage my organization my foundation and making sure that my daughter wants for nothing in life 
that that those three things, you know, if I if they were to put me in the dirt, I could I can rest comfortably knowing that I fulfilled those three things. Well, baby, shoot for the stars, you know. Even if you fall, you might fall among... What would they say? Shoot for the moon. Even if you fall, you might fall amongst the stars. There you go. <laughs> See? We're going to do a little... Um, a few this or that questions mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. All right? So, first things first. Hot coffee or iced coffee? You know what's crazy? Prior to meeting you, I was a hot coffee nigga. Dead ass. <laughs> Mocha frap, you know what I'm saying? Hot, whatever. Caramel macchiato, all that, you know? Hot. Met you, shit changed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Life. Whole iced coffee nigga now, you know? <laughs> with the two per- give you life? With the 2%, you know, with the extra pump, as they say. <laughs> so I'm, I got to go with iced coffee. I, I got you in that cold brew. What? Got me on the cold brew way. Bought a whole Keurig. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> got him, got him doing the Keurig. <laughs> right? Now all of a sudden you love coffee. Yeah, man, it's crazy. I was a non-coffee drinker. Everybody who knows me knows that. For real, <laughs> non-coffee. But now I fuck with it now. Okay, uh, I have to ask: breakfast or dinner? You know what? It depends on the dinner. I love breakfast though. I'm a big, yes. I'm big on breakfast. You make. Some amazing fucking eggs. Yes, appreciate you. The I love most amazing. No, I'm sorry, mom. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Rewind. Nah, see, 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 breakfast two. is fire too. I know. Oh, her breakfast fire too. But my hey, my <laughs> eggs ain't too shabby now. I put my eggs up against anybody. You know oh, what's up? You heard of you, What's up? See. <laughs> no, nah, well, but you know what? My, my dinner, like you know, what I'm saying we 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 cook a lot though. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying we eat out a lot, but we also do cook a lot. We're foodies, period. Yeah. So it it just depends if the now if the dinner is at roof chris is come on you know me and you love roof chris it's different like what we out <laughs> we, usually you would say you're a breakfast person breakfast yeah okay. if, unless it's roof chris flemings you know what i'm saying it gotta be something like that if, for me to say dinner all right uh of course i have to ask beer or alcohol you know what i'm an alcohol drinker i love beer don't get me wrong but i love beer in the proper setting I love beer in the summer. You feel me? Like summer, we chilling, we out, we outside. Uh-huh. You feel me? Yep. We on the beach, you oiled up, we chilling. You know what I mean? We day drinking, beer, for sure. Sporting events. We <laughs> had a, said, I'm oiled up. Yeah, you oiled up. You know what I'm saying? When you oiled up, you be drinking in the summer. You know? Facts. Look, look, look. <laughs> she know. She know when she be outside. Uh-huh. You feel me? Look, we had we had a bar. It's a football game. Beer. You want beer? You want wings? Now, when you, when you, when you, when it's time for the function, you want to drink, you chilling, you know what I'm saying? You call a couple of your, ho- your close friends up, y'all playing. Your host, your host. <laughs> your friends. Oh. oh my God. Oh, <laughs> you stupid. You no. got nervous, y'all. Alcohol, okay. man. Alcohol to answer okay, the question, focus, girl. Please. Alcohol. But beer in its proper setting. Okay. Tacos or burgers? Tacos now, man. I used to be a burger dude. I ain't gonna hold Look you. Look at you, all full on Mexican. Shit change. <laughs> Shit change when you get a Latina boy. You can convert your ass. You like Michelas. What? I'm making our bitches and shit, man. I ain't never made so many Micheladas in my life. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, I'm for real. Now, I'm not just saying it because I'm with you, but yeah, tacos. You know, all right, I all love right. a good burger every now and then, though. You know, don't get it twisted. Right. <laughs> Santorini, you feel me? <laughs> okay. Day or night events? Oh, come on. Night. You know, yeah. you know we be with the night events. I, I like, like day. You prefer day? Mm. I, I just, like day dates, day events, day I, fades. I think, it, I think it varies, though. It just depends on where you at. Because, I mean, our night, event, our night event fun has been cracking. What? Mm-hmm. We've had some fun night events, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. What? <laughs> Word, definitely. I mean, but I don't mind a day event, though. I don't mind, you know, we've had some fun during the day, too. But, like, that little art thing we went to in Vegas, that mm-hmm. shit was, that was a night. That was popping. We got, we got, we had some drinks. We was walking around. We was like, oh, shit. Yeah, it was cute. Eclectic. <laughs> so far, what has been your favorite date? 
With you? Uh-huh. Well, with whoever. Jerk. <laughs> what the fuck kind of question is that? What do you mean with you? I'm kidding. I'm kidding for our listeners. Yeah, for our listeners. You, well, whoever. Your favorite date, period. No, my favorite date with... Jerk. <laughs> my favorite date with you, baby. With me, okay? Oh, my gosh. Um, It's been two. We had a... Oh, man. We had an amazing time. Remember when we went to Roof, Chris? Not the first time, the second time. It was raining? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When the nigga was driving super crazy and we <laughs> thought we was going to die. <laughs> but we had an amazing day. But we hey, almost babe, died. Hey, we babe. almost didn't make it. Babe, he was tripping. Yeah. That nigga was, bro, we was like, hey. He what? was swerving. I was like, you are you saying? drunk? <laughs> I like the fact that our waiters was cool when the nigga was waiting on you. He was like, he was like waiting on you to finish your salad because he brought out the main entree, y'all. And he asked my girl, he, he was just waiting there. When he was like, um, are you finished? <laughs> she was like... Oh, oh, you, you wait on me. I didn't me. even see him there. I was enjoying myself. <laughs> that night was so cool. Our waiter was, like, that was one of the servers, but the our waiter, the guy who was, like, he was super cool. Yeah, they were super dope. Yeah, like, that 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 night at Roof Chris was dope. Um, let me see. I like when we went, I like when we was at Senior Franks, too. The day yeah, we came from fun. Vegas. When you lost your bet. Yeah. And, like, I thought I was going to win. So, I'm like, hey, what's up, babe? What you want? <laughs> oh, we should do this. We should do that. Let's cancel these flights. And I'm like, what? 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 Oh, man. Yo, I just knew that that two, two and a half racks was in the bag. You feel me? Like, it was looking good. But, nah. But we still had fun. <laughs> we did. We definitely did. Hold on real quick. I know this about me, but what, what about you? What, what, was one of your, one of your <laughs> what about dates? you? What about you? What about when you? is one of your favorite dates with us? One of my favorite dates, we have a lot. Like, well, you keep the dates going. Not only that, you're very creative with the dates. So I like that. See, I, t- I take my girl out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Make, uh, make sure my baby having fun always. I think our, our Valentine's date has been my favorite so far. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. All right. The fact that it was like a last minute thing. We were going to Seattle and then that got canceled. <laughs> Guess where we going this weekend? Ooh, hey! Seattle! <laughs> I keep the days going, y'all heard? <laughs> <laughs> but that time was fun and then I think uh, we were having like kind of sort of a shitty Valentine's Day not because of us mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. the situation and then we met like amazing people on our way there like yes. our driver was dope as yeah. fuck yes our waiters were cool yes the couple next to us so it just lightened like the whole spirit like it felt like valentine's it day did. as no, corny it really as it did. sounds like you guys know i said it in the valentine's day valentine's special day. Yeah. i hate valentine's day yes but that date i so all around like it just felt like valentine's it day. really did like you surprised me with flowers you know like i don't know if it was just like the corniness and the love <laughs> you know in the air yeah. but that day like i love yeah no you know what that day did come together really well mm-hmm. considering that's by the beach we can know? do the dance nice. if we wanna huh yeah <laughs> didn't happen you know <laughs> yeah no but considering are we flying alaska this time around you know what babe we are <laughs> oh my god guys we might not go to seattle after all are you serious i'm dead ass babe they're the only ones that can get us stuff because we got to come back by sunday because we both work monday if I didn't have to work Monday, we could have flew somewhere else. But You're really giving me this news while we're recording. I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> we can dance. We'll let you guys know how Seattle goes. <laughs> no, you know what, babe? Real quick. Um, another date was uh, San Diego. For my birthday? Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. It was really fun. It was crazy. The whole, yeah, it, it was, was full on COVID, so yeah. it was a little creepy. But just like leading up to it, like... We had so much fun, like us, we like did. me and you, turning up in the room, going to, going to dinner at Fleming's, mm-hmm. and then telling my homeboy, hey, we're not going to be able to meet you. <laughs> I know, it sucks, but things are getting better. Um, outside's definitely opening. We are vaxxed. Vaxxed and waxed. And waxed. <laughs> so we will start traveling a lot more. We yes. can continue with our life. Yes. Both Wayne and myself are Pfizer. Pfizer proof. We ain't got that Moderna, that Johnson and Johnson. You, where your arm about to fall off. Well, you were complaining that your arm was about to it fall was, off. It was, babe. I don't know what it was, but you know what? I think it's because I, I wasn't supposed to drink. Next episode, we might talk about the whole COVID and the back to normal life, yeah. the vaccine, yeah. how it went for us. It wasn't that great. We were a little scared, but 
A little scared. Things are getting better. Yes. Like we said, outside's opening. Um, and we're definitely trying to go back to normality, which is still a little difficult. Once again, shout out to all your essential workers, like yes. myself. Yes, essential. Very essential. A shout out to the parents that are making my traffic a lot worse now, taking your kids to school. Some of them are back, right? Yeah, some. Uh, a lot of them are. Yeah, my daughter's back. A lot of kids are back. Um, yeah, shout out to y'all, man. Like, thank y'all for, you know, putting your livelihoods on the line literally right now because that's exactly what you guys are doing. You guys are essential. I know that's a cliche term that a lot of people are just using and throwing around. But Excuse you. No, a lot of people are just throwing that term around. I'm essential. No, you're not. <laughs> you work at McDonald's. I'm a little essential. Hey, we need McDonald's. <laughs> we ain't at McDonald's in a long time. I know. We should, though. Let's go to McDonald's. No. All right. <laughs> Their machine never works. <laughs> Their ice cream. <laughs> I'm not going to fight them. Facts. But nah, man. Um. This has been episode 30. He is on the hot seat. You know what I'm saying? Um, my girl grilled me to death. I want to thank you, baby. You were great. Thank you, baby. I yeah, I tried, you. but you just tackle back, you know? Yeah, I got to fight ba- fight back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Don't be letting your girl whoop <laughs> your ass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I wear the pants in this relationship. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For real, man. Like, nah, but it's easy. You know what I'm saying? It's easy to, you know, divulge in conversation when you have a partner. You know what I'm saying? Like the one I got, man. You know, I really appreciate my girl, man. I know, like, that should be sounding like cliches, but, like, I got a good girl. My girl, like, is super duper dope. Um, She makes it easy, you know what I'm saying, being her man and shit. So, you know, it's easy to love her. Um, But look. My heart. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Your heart, babe? Oh, my heart. I love you so much, girl. Um, Listen, man, I want to thank y'all for rocking out with us. You know, submit your feedback, questions. You know, Vanessa and I, we are open books. If you guys have things you want us to discuss, talk about topics, questions, submit them. Hit, you know, hit. Yes, we tell you guys every single week. Yeah. Hit us with the harsh truth. Yeah. We could take it. No matter what it is. Yes. You know, if it's ratchet, if it's serious, whatever. Whatever like, you want us to talk yeah, about, we'll we will, talk about. We definitely will plug it on the podcast for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Again, this is y'all platform too. Yep. You know what I mean? This is episode 30. His on the hot seat. My girl and I, we appreciative of every single listen, every single, um, you know, favorite that we get on, you know, on Anchor, Spotify, um, Apple Music. Thank you guys so much for writing reviews. You guys have been amazing. This is episode 30, man. His on the hot seat. This is Wayne. His. And Vanessa hers. And as always, we want to spread love and happiness. I'm off the hot seat, y'all. Peace. Bye.